Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, and welcome to From the Newsroom, a podcast production of Monroe News in Monroe, Michigan. The following are articles from the Monroe Evening News of Monroe, Michigan during November 1920. They range from election reports shortly after Michigan women won the right to vote to changing of the clocks from Eastern to Central time. In years past, politicians were able to sit down on election night and figure from a few scattered precincts just about how the state was going in the election. With the women voting this year, it admitted that the calculations may be a little more intricate. The returns of Monroe City and County are coming in very slowly. The polls in Monroe City did not close until 9 p.m. The so-called anti-parochial school amendment was defeated. If returns from 763 precincts are an indication, by approximately 2 to 1. The school amendment was defeated overwhelmingly in Monroe City. It was also defeated in the county, although it carried in some precincts. The record-breaking victory scored by the Republicans of Monroe County at the polls Tuesday was due, in a large measure, party leaders say, to the splendid and intelligent cooperation of the newly enfranchised women voters. This is the belief of a prominent Republican of Monroe County. Very few ballots were thrown out on account of errors. The total vote in the city of Monroe was 4,998. About 512 people who had registered did not vote. Compared with the registration, the women turned out fully as well as the men. Many of the women voted the straight Republican or straight Democratic ticket. It may be added that the women knew how, as well as the men, to split their tickets. There were many absent ballots cast in Monroe. In other news, for the first nine months of this year, whooping cough has been more fatal in Michigan than automobile accidents, and automobiles has killed 238. The number of deaths from whooping cough up to October 1st was 398. The Michigan Department of Health declared that both of these causes are due to carelessness. It is declared that half the whooping cough cases are experienced by children under age 3 and that oftentimes proper precautions are not taken. Contagion is dangerous, and it is declared that there would be no epidemics if children suffering from the disease were isolated. In a whooping cough case, there is not only danger from the disease itself, but from the likelihood that pneumonia or tuberculosis will follow. Today marks the Diamond Jubilee of the founding of the Order of the Sisters, Servants of the Immaculate Heart of Mary in Monroe. The Jubilee is being quietly celebrated. The real celebration will take place May 31st through June 2nd. This morning at 6.30, solemn high mass was sung in the chapel. The student body sung the mass. Preceding the mass was a procession of the students attired in caps and gowns. Preceded by flower girls, marched from the college into the chapel. The sight was a beautiful one. Monroe will be just one big mass of bright colored flags, buntings, and all the other things which go up to making up an enthusiastic celebration on Armistice Day. If the plans of certain patriotic citizens work out, practically every store in the city will be closed on Thursday afternoon, and all merchants are asked to decorate their shops 
in a matter befitting the half-holiday. And finally, clocks were turned back from Eastern Time last night. Monroe is now running under Central Standard Time, which went into effect at midnight. The City Commission Tuesday evening passed an emergency ordinance adopting Central Standard Time during the months of November, December, January, and February. During the other eight months, Eastern Standard Time will be in force. Many people forgot to turn their clocks back an hour last night, and many were very early for work this morning. Some of the parochial schools adopted Central Time Tuesday. You just heard some of the headlines from Monroe, Michigan, during November 1920, as they were published in the Monroe Evening News. For today's headlines in audio format, listen to Monroe in a Minute, Mondays through Fridays, on Rewind 94.3. Narration and audio production by Paula Wethington for the Monroe News. This has been a podcast production of the Monroe News in Monroe, Michigan. Find us online at www.monroenews.com, on social media at Screen Name Monroe News, and in print seven days a week.